0: uh wednesday morning wake up i'm in my i'm in my bathroom on the bidet sitting there just doing my thing and i get a text from fern and he goes the text first there was like a couple of casual texts
1: was like it? you must have well, yeah. oh no i think i responded to a question that you sent me the night before we won't say okay. why you sent it. So oh late, yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> oh That's yeah right. we were just talking about that yeah yeah
0: <laughs> so and then and then all of a sudden you were like dude, if I have to come to Boulder, I will to get the new CEO on the podcast or something. And I was like, what is he talking about? And then I was, so very quickly, my mind went to Fern's fucking with me to Fern is being trolled. Like I was, cause I'm like Googling it and nothing is available yet. And then finally you were like, check your email. And I was on my iPad. I don't have, I have like no social stuff on my iPad. So I don't get too out of control there. For Todd, right? Todd, digital minimalism. And, yeah. and then, so I'm like, T- Fern is getting messed with. Like, what is he talking about? And then I see the email that we, the three of us got, as well as the rest of staff from Castro, new CEO. So here we are two days later now. That, you know, this is, We're recording the next day, but this is up on Friday. We've got a new CEO, new owner of CrossFit, something I told many, many people would never happen. Like, well, Roz is in there too. she said i t- I said that to her as well
1: well i i yeah, I mean, I didn't really think it happen either to be honest with you. I, I think most people thought that would never happen, particularly not at the speed at which it happened. so it probably happened within right. it probably happened inside of two weeks if we really if we if we go a little bit past the the incident, whatever, and then the announcement yesterday which we're
2: we're only two weeks out from it that's it was, what i'm saying and Saturday. they said this com-
1: and they said this conversation started about a week ago i think is is or what the, or
2: i know a couple weeks ago i think
1: the, so the almost was immediately the
0: infamous quote-unquote tweet happened on june sixth. so and today's the announcement
1: this is the 25th the announcement it, was the 24th was 24. 24. so that's
0: 18 days
1: Okay. So we're three weeks so
2: fast
0: to an announced CEO was 18 days. Now, to be clear, you know, there's a lot of talk. I don't think anything is finalized, which, which to me is surprising. I don't know about such a large acquisition If this is normally the case, Todd, maybe, you know, better.
2: Do they usually just assume it's going to go through? I believe so. I mean, they, they obviously have enough information to know that That it's going to happen, that they would announce it because they wouldn't do it otherwise. That's as, as we were just discussing, I'm sure that the idea of this happened a few weeks ago, the, the, the agreement had to happen, you know, days before this as well. And that's not, that's not a short contract. Well, yeah, it's not like Monday (laughs) they go, yeah, that's a deal. And they shake hands virtually or whatever. Like we did on your uh, your your horrible your signing or whatever your your mortgage signing. <laughs> Top and was then, my uh, witness. the <laughs> witness on my mortgage <laughs> signing. Worst experience of all time. Um, but anyway, so yeah, there's no way I would assume that they would announce something. This this isn't off the cuff. That's that's my. I, I think so it's pretty standard.
1: Point. I think it's pretty standard uh, with regards to the SEC for, for acquisitions this large. Like I, I do think there has to be some sort of approval process because he said i think they said yeah. on some government approval like,
0: yeah he um, did mention that on the call which i was wondering what that really meant
1: so so anyway yeah so elaborate on that so like we had a call with eric i don't know if we call him boss or whatever yet but we'll just call him eric um i just him he's dude. he's going yeah dude um uh, so we had a we had an hour i don't know how long was the call
0: it we was close to an hour yeah
1: yeah so it was, was definitely
0: well, well but I want to go back a second. Before we talk about that call, speculate. Glassman sends the tweet. When do you think he realizes, I got to sell this thing?
1: He sends a text immediately afterwards.
2: <laughs> you, no, you think I'm it was like, saying, I fucked up, no. I need to get it out? I mean,
1: no, I think, you, you think?
2: You did, the pressure didn't really hit hard until Sunday, right? So Monday and Monday was when, Nobody maybe mid, then you know, maybe I think, think, mid to end of that first week. Yeah, I think later. I think.
1: I think later. <laughs> I think later on that week, when the you know when it when the uh, when things started to get a little bit more serious with regard to you know people wanting to leave and stuff like that. So,
0: and I I think it was when I said podcast, I meant Andy Stump's podcast. Well, uh, I don't
1: well, know because it had because happened I'm it just... had to happen before that because that was on Friday. That was like yeah, that was the twelfth. That was the twelfth. Yeah. So That was ten days. Right.
0: Earlier. So. So that's enough time but, for him to say, "Okay, this got really serious. This could get bad. I need to cover my ass." I mean,
2: you never know. But I don't I mean it I don't could think, be, but it
1: doesn't matter. You know, like all
2: that, all that speculation is kind of irrelevant, isn't it? Yeah, just interesting to to consider. Um,
0: so yeah, so we we get this email, we get a phone call. There were numerous phone calls that happened yesterday. I hopped on the wrong one for a minute until Todd told me to get off. So I get off that call. <laughs> and in fairness, we had an email to get on it. And then, and then we had our staff call with um, the new CEO, Dave Castro, as well, kind of facilitating the phone call. And yeah, it was our first experience. So the guys up based out of Boulder. I'll probably grab some Starbucks with them later today. Maybe yeah, a little.
1: I bet you <laughs> will. Maybe
0: go hit work a workout across at Sanitas. And you should buy. You should buy. I should buy what, Starbucks?
1: Yeah, you should buy his Starbucks for him.
0: So well, let's talk a little bit about his background. He's some sort of data guy, right? And he I believe he owns-
1: I believe DataLogix, what he had was, and I could be wrong on this, but I believe it was, it's obviously a digital company, but I believe it was marketing. I think it was a marketing platform. It was like one of the biggest... Marketing platforms out there. He sold in 2015. Uh, if you want to look at the dollar figure, it's a pretty easy Google, but it wasn't a small amount of money. Let's put it that one way. one billion twenty five million. I think. Yeah, one point two, one point two billion to uh to Oracle, which is an even larger company, obviously. And, 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 he, and let's and he brought CrossFit to both of those companies.
0: Yeah, there's some good articles about him doing that. I've seen uh, in the New York Times as well as I think it was Fortune. But let's be clear, a lot of people have this misconception that he owned 100% of this company and made a billion dollars. He was a part owner. Now, he still made probably 30 plus million. Like it's, he still did very well, but he, he, he's what not a this, what,
2: who, Where did you get that? How did you, that? Like, how did you
0: come up you that? Where are you coming up with that and what's it matter? I've talked to people. I've talked to people about it. What, what are you guys questioning me? <laughs>
1: because that sounds suspect as fuck that's why <laughs> <laughs> And what's it matter <laughs> and it doesn't matter uh,
0: yeah i'm just i'm just trying to set the backbone because a lot of people are going to hear this and be like he's a billionaire he should be doing x y and z he,
1: he might be a billionaire well. we don't know that was five years ago like if he invested it correctly and he owns multiple companies i'm pretty sure it doesn't matter the dude is uber wealthy that's he, not he, the point if
0: you listen to todd's uh financial advice his his investment
2: he yeah.
1: financial advisor todd
2: not yet. That's the email
1: I sent. <laughs> and that's and I don't. Need, I don't. Clearly, if he purchases, <laughs> clearly if he purchases CrossFit, he's wealthy. Now how well, wealthy? And, Who cares?
0: But, but that's my point too. He did not buy CrossFit outright. He's part of a VC. He's part of a venture capital fund. Was that what it's called? VC, Todd. Venture capitalist. He's part of that. He's even said it on the call yesterday that he's part of this. He has unlimited
2: capital, and then but he's the CEO. He's the head guy. Right, exactly. The that's the main point. That's what we wanted to get to, because all the rest of the stuff you're talking about is pretty irrelevant.
0: All right. So he's, what's relevant, He's the guy.
2: He's, what is he's relevant? He's the guy. He's the guy. So what do you guys think?
0: I think my first impression was solid leader, like pretty good leadership. The kind of guy that'll get troops rallied. Like clearly, clearly, he's been fun in front of a huge boardroom. You know. Dozens, if not a hundred people at a time, you know, leading the way. I can see like a Steve Jobs-esque type presentation where he's on the stage presenting something. I'm,
1: <laughs> what? I feel hopefully, like this hopefully is not, ho- hopefully. Hopefully, he's not a massive <laughs> asshole like Steve Jobs was. Um,
0: I feel like you guys are. are ganging up today what's going on
1: <laughs> what's up what I, am i like the, nobody cares about any of this like i want to <laughs> talk about what what value he brings to the, not, the organization not what he's gonna of, look
2: like standing yeah, on the stage
1: who gives that's a irrelevant. shit that's irrelevant you're net, doing a you're doing net. a horrible <laughs> job at guiding this conversation be uh, you,
2: you
0: take over fern tell me what what's, you think
1: he's What I think is important is what background he brings. So he obviously comes from a digital space, digital marketing that was acquired by a large company. So what, what I think is uber interesting is that you take what is, I think we could agree that you could, there's not enough money for you to pay for the branding and the recognition that CrossFit has currently. Like you could, you could not pay enough money for that, for people to walk, for people to look at something with no words attached to it and immediately come to a conclusion, like that's CrossFit. Cause that's what I would assume if I saw somebody doing thrusters and pull ups. Right. So like just the, the worldwide brand recognition that you have. And then we could also fairly, uh, how would we say, I don't want to say criticize, but we could give a fair assessment <clears throat> that CrossFit the organization has done little to no, digital marketing in a world that is basically digital today so that's what i find incredibly interesting is that you have this guy who comes from that space and then you attach that expertise and that background and that amount of resources and connections and attach it to an already recognized global brand that to me should be frightening for everybody who's not crossfit in the fitness space
2: all right yeah. go ahead todd i was just gonna say i agree with that i think that, that i think that's a great point of where we've we've had a you know a, a presence online but definitely not to that degree and so what he's going to be able to do there um plus just just the experience he has on the business side of things you know leading a company that was probably obviously at one point was a similar size and he was able to take it to a much larger size. So I'm curious to see and excited for the, the possibilities on what he does to to continue to grow the brand and the company and, and everything associated with it. And he obviously has the experience in, in that field as far as building a brand and, and growing a company um, and doing it in a way that that obviously is successful. So I'm excited for that as well.
1: And he's a With CrossFitter. All? Like, he's not like a just a quasi-CrossFitter. That's what I think it, people should actually know about him. Yeah, to, to, yeah to be an
2: affiliate owner, to have his level two, like – That's what I think a... is
1: the coolest part, which he got, what do you say, two years ago? Yeah. I mean – He said he did not the guy do very well. His... Well, this is, well, well, who cares? No, I'm just, it's, it's, no, but I I, he was very, he was very, that. he was very honest about that too. That he's just like, I'm not a good coach basically, but that's what I think is cool. And I, you know, timeline and context matters. You're talking about a guy who sells his business for goblos of money and then goes and takes his level two. Like that's how much this dude is into CrossFit because he owns his affiliate. Obviously doesn't well, need to own an affiliate, you know?
2: Right. And but that also is going to bring a lot of perspective. I mean, he's he's inside the walls of a of a gym, of a CrossFit box, which really I don't know much of the leadership prior to him coming in has had that experience, maybe in the earlier days when it when gyms were a lot different than they are now. So to have think, that currently nun. Right, exactly. So to, to have that specific experience and to be able to walk in into that leadership role. And at least have an idea of, you know, what he's experienced as an affiliate owner and therefore try to put something in place to continue to guide and support the rest of affiliates. I think I'm excited for that as well is, uh, you know, you've got somebody that's walking that, that has walked the same walk that us affiliate owners are. And so now it makes me even more excited to still be a part of the, the affiliate um, system and, and see what he's going to do for the rest of the affiliates out there.
0: Now, granted he's our you know current boss, but let me play a little devil's advocate here.
2: I don't think he has the same affiliate ownership experience that the three of us have. No, he doesn't, but he but he has some perspective which is a lot different than like the executive perspective where you're like, Yeah, yeah, it's a gym, I know what happens in there, and I know like to some degree he might have unlimited resources that many other affiliates do not have, but he sees the process. He sees what's going on and and understands some of the issues that we deal with. Um, So I think that at least gives him some perspective.
1: Well, he talked about it yesterday on the call about his affiliate. And he's like, listen, he's like, we're just bleeding cash because the business is closed and and the rent that they have there is not cheap. I mean, so just literally, and now, so I agree with you 1000%, Todd, which some people are like, well, it doesn't matter to him. And I'm like, I don't, it kind of doesn't matter if it matters to him or not. The, mat, the fact of the matter is that he is aware of it because he's literally going through it simultaneously with everybody else. Like that's, what's important. Like whether he can absorb the cost or not, it is kind of not the point. The point is like he right. owns an affiliate that is going through the same hardships. And I mean, we'll just throw it out there. Uh, just because you're wealthy doesn't mean that you're totally cool with money. Like just, I agree money, with that. I know? agree with that. And yep. and I
0: don't want to say what it was. You guys heard him say it. But on the call, he had he had something very valuable in mind for affiliates in the very near future that he's working on. He, I, that we, he we said in the call, yeah,
1: no, but I mean, well, you could talk generally about it because again, he, he was very, I thought he was very realistic about what he said, which is like, Hey, there's a lot of things we want to address. I don't know if we're going to get them right. He said, but we're going to take a lot of feedback and we're going to push to try to make sure that everybody, the stakeholders is what you call it. The stakeholders get taken care of. Right. And one of them was the affiliates. Right. So like making sure that that is, is something that can thrive long-term, you know? So like, he's, he's not naive to like, what, like what that group of stakeholders needs and looks like. Yeah. Yeah, And I mean,
2: I'm sure he, he had an opinion on what, you know, CrossFit, hq did and did not offer to affiliates going into this so i'm sure that will give him perspective on you know where there's opportunity and what he can do better you know
0: and i I want to throw this out there if you guys google him and and do some research almost every article that mentions that he owns crossfit sunita somewhere in that article says one of the top five crossfit gyms in the world where does that come from
1: that's called good seo my friend (laughs) <laughs> which isn't shocking coming from a guy who owns a digital marketing company. I'm just so,
0: wondering, I mean, yeah. based on what, like, I'm just, you know, goofing on it, but it's always funny. He even mentioned on the call, like some, somewhere in an article, it said he had run a hundred miles and he said he hadn't. It's always funny the, the Liberty that some of these, you know, journalists take where like, a oh, top five affiliate. I mean, you got CrossFit drive one, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yes. yeah for sure We're wait how would i get second sure. place on yeah. that yeah yeah <laughs> i well, just you know it's, it's very arbitrary
1: i've been around longer well <laughs> yeah, it's true if
2: jay actually had uh had albany crossfit number you one. had the top
1: three you had the, top, had the top three
2: he's previously owned three affiliates so in case yeah. anybody didn't know that Yeah,
1: if you guys didn't know that jay had had affiliates long long ago um, well, but, but no, yeah, I thought, you know, like he's a, like he's a CrossFitter. I mean, like it was, it was cool, you know, knowing the little that we do know about him, like, you know, having, having not had a chance to interact with him or any stuff like that. I, I think it's very cool to see an affiliate owner by the company. And if you think about the organic nature and growth of CrossFit that we probably would have never predicted that, like we all had this other, we had all these other companies or people in mind but to to think like, oh there's an affiliate out there owner who out there who's like no no i'm like i'm interested in that you know, I, I think, think that's, that's just very like cool like you couldn't possibly in my mind like come up with a a better scenario you're like somebody who's like is absolutely entrenched and not somebody who just started a, an affiliate two years ago like 10 years 2010,
0: he's
1: yeah. yeah he's had an affiliate for 10 years so that's what i think is really really cool and uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. In, in addition to all the other things that he brings from a, from a background, and and he was he was not shy about about stating his desire to put a lot of resources um, into the company and 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 into the games, you know, because that's coming up like like which I think is all fantastic. I think all of those things should happen. So to have somebody come to the table who's just like, yeah, we're gonna push and we're gonna and we're really gonna make this happen is exciting. You know, like I don't I don't know how where you guys feel, but I've always been excited about training. Or like, like wearing the red shirt, going to seminars. Like I think it is the shit. It's the best job in the world, next to owning an affiliate. But I don't know I that mean, I've ever been this. I don't know that I've ever been this excited about the company of CrossFit.
0: I want to I want to talk about what it means to the training staff, and I want to talk about what it means to the games, but I also want to talk about his two forty Fran time. I have a feeling he didn't lock out every thruster because he just looks a little tight in the shoulder. So just from the video that I saw, he looks a little tight. He's a runner. I just want to see his two forty friend before are
1: you upset that now the CEO's fitter than you? Is yeah, because my best friend right time
0: is two forty six. Oh uh, well. And and I just think it should be fair. I just that's did he, he sent <laughs> us he sent us a video of that
2: not too long ago,
0: right?
1: Yeah, but you have a but don't you have like a four inch range of motion?
0: Yeah, he looks taller yep. than I am. He looks no,
1: everybody's out. taller than you. We're not debating <laughs> that. Yeah.
0: But he looks like, you know, like a Todd lockout, like suspect.
1: Suspect Oof, as the uh, top. Low below. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. So All let, right. Let, let, you, you brought up the games, Fern. Do, what do we think is going to happen now? I mean, let's assume the games happens. I know there was a delay. Do you think the games athletes that pulled out are coming back on board?
1: Maybe not this year, but. 100 everybody and, and so let me air this out i think everybody should come back because it's well, good yeah, for, for everybody this
0: is, if, if people were complaining they need a change like we said earlier on 18 days come Holy on shit, dude. the change was
1: made I, like, here's what i would like right I, I would like everybody to basically start to get along and everybody should acknowledge what needs to be acknowledged. right which is some people made decisions because they thought that was best and some people are like well, if you stayed, you didn't make any change. And there's another group of people that are like, well, if you left, you didn't make any change. And I kind of fall in the middle. I think like people are like, oh, all the affiliates that left was a huge financial hit to CrossFit. Mathematically, no, it was not. Like if you just do the math, it was not. But it doesn't mean it didn't have any effect, right? And then internally, there was a lot of people that were pushing for change. And I think that had, in my personal opinion, I think that had a more significant effect, right? But now what I would like everybody to do is pick. Like, cool, we got what we wanted. We can we give CrossFit a pat on the back for doing something pretty fucking significant and I'll just move on? Like, that's what yeah, I would like to see.
0: I, I agree. I mean, games athletes, you took your stance, affiliate owners, you took your stance, you know, even when they, when Glassman retired and Castro became CEO, that was a change, but this is, I mean, this is what everyone wanted. I mean, according to them, so, if they continue to stay out, I don't know what they're trying to prove or what they're trying to gain at that point what you, Todd? I, I mean, you guys both know i I withdrew my you know, games application. I'm not going to compete this year. But Todd, it's
1: good because you were App- really bringing the judging. You were you were really bringing the judging team down. So I'm glad you withdrew. that. You're the <laughs> only I'm guy that judge. doesn't know how
2: to actually get there. He's trying to apply like it's yeah. a job. <laughs> hey, I've sent in an application. I haven't re- I haven't gotten anything back. Whether you guys even saw mm-hmm. my application, I really. It was like,
1: yeah, yeah. Our guys. response is in the mail. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just Todd, waiting.
2: <laughs> if if you were going to compete and you withdrew. Was this enough for you to say, okay, I'm back? I mean, I don't know what else you're you're looking for. Like that was there was, you know, there was a demand for change. Change happened when when Castro became CEO. Then there was more demand. We need Greg out and he needs to not own the company. It's like you've gotten that now. Now, that also being said, I've also still seen and heard like demands for a board of directors and demands for all these different things that continue to need to have. Uh, more diversity with leadership and stuff like that. And it's like, hey, we're eighteen days in. The company's getting sold. Um, a lot of stuff has happened, and it's happened relatively quickly. I'm very pacified with the fact that that has happened. And I think there will be con- there will continue to be more changes. Obviously, you don't run as successful of a business as he did previously without kind of knowing how to how to construct a leadership team at the top. And so for all of that stuff being said, if I had been one of those people that said I was either sitting out of the games or I was deaffiliating, like, I think I've got what I wanted. And now I'm coming back in, especially because, especially if you're a games athlete, what is this? This is your livelihood, right? So, um, you know, no better way to make a statement than to show up and actually, you know, make a, make an impact at the games and, and kind of
1: make a stand with things there. So
2: I would hope and expect that everybody comes back.
1: I think um, the game surpasses what it was in 2016 and the next 2 years. I think it time. I think it starts I think I think it starts to move at a at a breakneck pace and becomes this this thing that even knowing what we know the game ha- has been up to this point we I don't think we actually comprehend what it what it can and will be based on there's always been this tension between CrossFit or the games, right? It was this either-or thing, which is like, hey, they both can't coexist. And I mean, I think everybody realizes that yes, there are some negatives, but I don't necessarily think there have to be negatives involved. But I think it's all about how you manage it, right? And it's yeah. kind of the same. It's kind of the same thing we were talking about yesterday when you have these members that are kind of like, you know, in air quotes, the problem children. Who's like, well. Yeah, just figure out how to sort it out so that they are actually a valuable to the gym, and you can be valuable to them. And they don't have to be, they don't have to exist with this friction in the middle. They can serve each other, and I think this is cool because I think he understands that, and I think everybody, and I think that's what everybody wants them to be. Well, right? is the, you know,
0: it's 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 pretty clear and well known that Glassman. Obviously, it was a big part of the games to begin with. I mean, he was there in 2007 handing out $500 cash to the winners, but at some point he realized the games grew and it wasn't what he wanted, say, We're, you know, and it still grew to that level. So can you imagine having a CEO on board with the games willing to put money behind it? If it grew to that level, despite the CEO, imagine what's going to happen when the CEO is all for it.
2: And, and, just be and, and, ha, and has resources. That's the big thing, too. Yeah, is the yeah. resources that are going to come behind it, I think, is going to be big because I think there was some questions, you know, with concern around Reebok, you know, backing out going forward. And it's like, all right, well, where does prize money come from? Where are sponsorships? And I think, one, I, I got to assume that he has some relationships that potentially can bring in more sponsorship, but I don't think there will ever be another title sponsor behind the game. But it doesn't seem that that'll be needed. And two, even if he doesn't bring other big sponsors, like it sounds like he's got the resources to to back the games and the you know the prize monies and everything else. Um, and what was it I he I think said? He there said, will be t- double triple, triple down? down. He
1: said, that, "Yeah, I, I do <laughs> think there will be another title sponsor because like he's a businessman, and and some business is going to want to pay." astronomical amount of money to be a title sponsor because of the roi based on that he also think about reebok like think about reebok like reebok reebok and crossfit kind of like were good for each other because it was good timing oh yeah for both of
2: them yeah yeah. I, i agree i agree with that but i don't i i feel like going forward coach glassman wasn't interested in something going above CrossFit games, the Reebok CrossFit games going hey, forward. Now, now that he's out of the picture, I would also kind of assume if this was me personally coming into this, I, you know, if I'm now the sole owner of CrossFit, and I've got some resources. I don't know why I put somebody's name above mine before the CrossFit games. Why not have the CrossFit games? And you can have some sort of other sponsor, maybe not a title sponsor. And I think they'll have multiple sponsors. That's my opinion. That's my thought process at this point. But who knows? Well, he also Who mentioned knows what direction goes in now. He mentioned UFC
0: and I'm, i forget what other company he mentioned.
1: Iron, um, Man.
0: The, uh, Iron Man Right. And you know, th- I don't know much about Iron Man, but I know UFC, they don't have, you know, the Reebok UFC 257. You know, they pay their athletes based on pay-per-view sales and ticket sales, and 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 I'm sure there are some, you know, they have Reebok as a yeah. as a sponsor Eight for sales, those all
1: that stuff. Yeah. It,
0: it can be that. You know, he could take it to a pay-per-view model, he could take it to a ticket sales to this, you know, the open covers that where you might have some sponsorships along the way, but I agree with Todd. I don't think there's ever going to be a name in front of CrossFit, you know? No, no. And I would agree. Modelo's beer or Bud Light or Fit8 or whatever on the competition floor,
1: but it would still be the
0: CrossFit games.
1: And my guess is they're going to pay way more than what the previous title sponsor. Well, if
0: they're smart, they would, because I mean, I think he actually, you said triple, I think he actually said quadruple down. So, Probably. And the
1: point is, he was just like all in on it, because I think he realizes what that does for the brand. And for those people that have that are a little weary about the, the games, bypassing the importance of the affiliates, I, I, at least right now, I feel like that's not an issue, because I, I think you were talking about somebody who understands that these two things feed each other. Right? So if there's more, if so. there's more CrossFit affiliates, then the open grows, right? And if they can gr- grow this brand such that that it is financially, because I, mean, I don't know what the numbers are, but I mean, there was always talk about how the games were upside down financially. They're like, they'd never made any money. But if this becomes something that is an actual revenue generator, because it has more resources and it becomes more appealing to sponsors, well, then that only helps CrossFit and CrossFit affiliates because, I mean, he was very blunt about stating that he wants to provide resources for the affiliates yeah. in some way, shape, or form, and we don't want to dive into that because they haven't gotten that far, but I, I, I think they're going to be floating models of, like, whatever it is that you want. It's going to be like a, a, a buffet. Like, if you just want to pay the affiliate fee, cool, but if you want to maybe have more resources, then they'll try to maybe put something together but like nobody knows what that looks like at this point but the point and is it's like it's on his radar he gets it
0: well and think about the ufc model that he mentioned even the triathlon model i agree like when the games were at its height once we all got past the fact that people realized i don't have to be games level to go to a box the games was great for affiliates and if that winds up being on cbs or espn again more exposure to crossfit is more exposure to crossfit it will ultimately trickle down no different than the UFC. I mean all the jujitsu schools that are open around the country benefit because people watch the UFC and then you always have the delusional bunch that show up thinking they're going to be a fighter and then you have the normal people that are like I just want to train jujitsu and the same is going to happen at the affiliate level. Let me let me bring up two points. One going back to the games athletes I think this is their opportunity to be of use to the community. They took their stance they helped out they made a change but they realize they have an influence, like be a positive influence right now and get the, get the community behind this guy and back on board with CrossFit. If you sit there and you continue to, you know, try to act like you're more important than you are and stay out of this because of this and this, you're actually hurting the community. A change yeah. was made, use your influence on social media and, and tell your followers, your your, the people that, you know, care about what you have to say, like, let's give this guy a chance and let's do this for CrossFit.
1: I, yeah, that, that, I, that is one thing that has been supremely annoying to me is that I just feel like there's a lack of awareness that it's safe to say if the games went away, there's still going to be CrossFit affiliates. There is no CrossFit games without CrossFit affiliates. None of these athletes have like anything without, they all train in affiliates. Right. So it's just like have some awareness and I don't know, a little bit of humility and say like, listen, you got changed, but now like, cool, let's get back on board and let, let's, let's push this thing because that is going to be good for them long-term and long-term is actually probably short-term within 12 to 18 months. So it's just like, listen, like everybody, everybody stop with the grandstanding. And again, if that was your choice to make a stand, I get it, but you did it, it doesn't it's done. need to, it. Yeah, you did it. It's cool. Move on. Like, let's all, let's all be like, we got the change that we wanted. Don't continue to be. The squeaky wheel for no particular reason other than you want to be heard.
0: Yeah, if you don't show up this year, don't show up ever again. That's my thing.
1: Oh, man. And, and, yeah. and
2: Jay's going to apply for your spot if you got <laughs> yep. in years. <laughs> I was
0: already offered a Catherine's uh, spot. <clears throat> Castro emailed me. He's like, Look, we're thinking about throwing you in with the girls this year. I was like, That's not fair for me.
2: The teens, the not, girl, teen girls. Yeah, where yeah. no, you would still he, get smashed. No, no. Yeah. Can masters, I beat? Can I beat masters, the sixty
1: plus?
0: Can yeah. I beat the 14, 15 year fifteen-year-old girls?
1: No. Do no. you see that girl? What, was she clean and jerk like a couple years ago? Something like no, way. There's one girl recently.
0: That one girl recently, I saw on Instagram. Hit not Tia's two seventy, but it was up there.
1: It was like two thirty-five, two forty. Yeah, it was easily. like a two thirty-five
0: yeah. clean and jerk. I was like, younger stronger yeah. than me. Um. Oh, what do you think about
2: regional? they coming back? I don't know, man, I'm interested to see that's that's one thing where I'm curious to see how it all shakes out. Right. Um, Imagine
0: all the people that put in effort for sanctionals, the people that the live and loud crew that have like seven sanctionals. Now all the
2: you know, work behind it to find well, out. Think about. Are back. Well, and they might have done that to themselves because they all like if most of them backed out of the, the um, affiliation with CrossFit they've just kind of freed CrossFit back up to take control of that portion of the season again if that's the case and so it's like that is an
1: might- important point like across the board is if that if
2: everybody's still a CrossFit sanctional a CrossFit sanctioned event then I think CrossFit's kind of handcuffed based on whatever contract Depending on the contract, but I think those right? are but I think those are probably yearly contracts I doubt they're long term but by backing out, you give all the power back to CrossFit. And I think some of the rumors that I heard were that the media rights were what other companies were looking to pay for. And that was the way that, the, the, that CrossFit was going to be able to monetize the games was by selling the open, the regionals and the games to whoever it is that wanted to buy them. And because they spread it out to all of these different companies doing sanctionals, um, they had lost some power, and maybe the sanctionals gave it right back to him. I don't know. I'll be interested to see how that plays.
0: Right. I th- based on I what think, he was saying, well, based on what Eric was saying, if he really wants to take it to UFC level, you have the seven, eight, maybe ten uh, regionals again. Push those out. You're making money, like you said, Todd. Whether whether it's pay per view or just monetizing the viewership online. I mean, regionals were, like you mentioned, I think I think the games itself made money. Over, or broke even overall because of the open because it may a little bit but the regionals were really where they got hit hard and if they were smart about it with a guy like this behind it and they can learn how to monetize those now all of a sudden you can have this season going on I think there's a lot of things and yeah it'd be interesting to find out if just the fact that they said hey we're out constitutes hey the contract is over versus hey we didn't You know, officially say it. Like, I'd be interested to see what that comes out.
1: I think contractually, there's a lot of people in breach, but I I don't know because I have no idea what those contracts look like. Once again,
0: Rogue did it right, right? They they kept their they kept their event going. You know, they took out the word CrossFit, but they.
1: What I what I think is interesting, and this is kind of piggybacking a little bit uh, off what Todd was saying, is that I think this is an interesting time. So if we think about all of the other entities that exist in the CrossFit ecosystem, like whether they're business oriented or whether they're apparel based or whatever, they were all filling a void that, I don't know, it's probably fair to say that was intentionally left there by Glassman because he didn't want to do those things. Right. And I'm not saying CrossFit's going to come back in and and fill all those voids, but I think it's fair to say they're going to start filling some of them because I think he, I think based on what we talked about yesterday, I think he feels that CrossFit is obligated to do so. because of the the brand and how many people follow the brand. What I think is interesting is there's a lot of people who broke off there to do their own thing who were filling this void are now in a precarious situation where the company is now going to fill that void and now you're competing with a 800-pound gorilla in the room, which is probably not the best place to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talk about values once in a while and one of my top values is loyalty. And I hope the companies that remain loyal get rewarded. And I hope the companies that weren't loyal, not that they get punished, but that they, you know, that it's noted and then it's recognized, you know, and, and not that we fall into any of these categories. I get it. They, some of these companies, you know, you know, whether it's starting their own affiliates, branching off, et cetera. I just think I wasn't always pleased. We talked about it numerous times with the, the reaction that everybody had, the speed in which they have it. And I just feel like a lot of effort was made on the back end. We don't have to beat a dead horse. 18 days is insane. It's crazy. And people were jumping ship immediately. And I just felt like it was so reactive. Those that stuck around, the drive fitnesses of the world, the CrossFit Rice, the best hour of their day podcast. Hey, we don't need a reward, but I, I just feel like, I hope CrossFit recognizes that. Maybe that's just my.
1: I, I, here, now here's what I think. I think, I think it will all come out in the wash. I don't think there's going to be intentional, uh, uh, you know, kind of bleeding of other people. Um, I don't think there. I don't think anybody's going to get inordinately rewarded for doing one thing or the other. I think it's just going to play out the way it's going to play out. Right again, because if I were to take my business and just pivot it and reposition, and immediately three weeks later I'm like. I'm not sure that was the right thing to do now. Maybe that was done in haste and this was a little too quickly. If I try to turn and go back the other way, I've created an additional problem on those. So like at some point, like you, you have to either dial on that sword or recognize that like, I'm going to have to create additional damage to my own business by flip-flopping back and forth, which again, we could, we've all talked about this before, which was the biggest criticism, at least on my part was just the lack of patience. Right. Everybody's like, we jumped ship. And I'm like, I'm not listen, I get it. Like you didn't want to do that. But the point is like that wasn't the only option. That was always my contention. Like there were other options other than just leaving, which is like we could wait five seconds and see what happens and then make our decision. And this is where I think a lot of people have, I don't want to say shot themselves in the foot, but again, put themselves in a weird spot where they're like rebranding and now you see this. And if, if I'm one of those people that rebranded or spun off another business that we were gonna do our own community fitness or something, like, I'm probably sweating bullets at this point. Knowing who this is coming in, what he plans to do. Uh, and, a, and essentially, I look at it this way. I see all the things happening that everybody ever wanted to happen in CrossFit now happening. That's me being the optimist. But like they're at least really, really looking good from a from a business standpoint I, I don't know how you guys feel about it no yeah, I, I agree I, with you i think that's a great place to start
2: to wrap it up if todd wants to take it no i was gonna say you know i'm definitely optimistic of the future now that being said this doesn't erase all of the the backlash that's 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 been put out there i think there's plenty of work to be done to kind of make up for some of the goodwill that crossfit lost but i do think we've got a you know somebody that's that's capable and able to move us in the right direction i'm you know still part proud to be a part of the brand and to to fly that flag n- nice and tall or nice and high and um i think i'm with you that i'm optimistic that i think there's going to be a lot of cool things coming forward and i i think there's only room for growth and good things to happen
1: yeah and i think good realistically good yeah it. i think 18 yeah, to 24 good. months yeah, yeah it's 18 to 24 Maybe months time. is realistic before everybody's just like yeah Okay, we're we're past it. It's not going to happen tomorrow. So in Break. other words,
0: if Eric Rose is listening, we give you our approval. We're giving you 18 to 24 months.
1: We'll sign off on the acquisition. Well, is what we're saying. Yeah, and
0: we're okay with it. If you need a witness, Todd has experienced. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll finish my um,
0: workout.
2: Come straight in. No
0: Todd shirt. Todd comes to sweating. my sweating virtual mortgage closing. No shirt, dripping
2: sweat. Out of breath.
0: Out of breath. Um, yeah, it was it was entertaining. But anyway, Eric, we 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 stand behind you, and we look forward to seeing what's to come. And and affiliates, games, athletes, and just anyone that's involved in CrossFit, we think that he deserves at least this chance to to prove himself. Thanks again for listening to best hour of their day. If you haven't already, do us a favor: head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback for either Fern or myself, hit us up besthouroftheirday at gmail.com or send us a DM over on Instagram at day. Once again, we couldn't do this without the amazing community and you are a part of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting Best Hour of Their Day.